Hi everyone, it's Amber Love and you're listening to Vodka O'Clock. This re- is the recording of the Oni Press panel from New York Comic Con. And it was actually a, a very unique experience because it was only one person. So it wasn't really like a panel of, of anybody. It was John Shork, the, the PR rep from Oni Press. Oni puts out some of the best quality comics and graphic novels that I, I think are on the market. Um, they're, they're sort of considered more artsy, I guess. Um, uh, there's, um, they're very specific, let me put it this way, about what they publish. And uh, some of my favorite books this year are their books. Uh, in particular, Princess Ugg is like my favorite ongoing series. And the graphic novels, uh, The People Inside, and also um, I Was the Cat, which is by uh, Paul Tobin, who was supposed to be on the panel and wasn't there, and Ben Dewey. Um, so uh, these are books that maybe, you know, they, they miss your radar. So I, I think it's important that when we discover things that are um, out there and interesting and beautifully made, you know, whether it's Oni or Fantagraphics or, you know, whichever indie press y- you connect with, I think it's just important that we really talk about those books and bring attention to them. And, um, you know, things like The People Inside by Ray Fox is a, a phenomenal book about all different kinds of relationships. And um, it's a very interesting read. It's a strange sort of format that, you you know, I at least had to get used to if you've never read anything like this, where the, the sentences from one panel um, merge into the sentence of a different character in the next panel. It's, it's a really interesting and poetic style. And, um, you know, it touches on every kind of relationship that there is. So, um, you know, I think if there's a story that you, you know, or a genre that you particularly normally read there's definitely an oni book out there for you and to prove that after john made his announcements he actually had a bit of a game where everybody um that wanted to was invited to go up to the microphone and name a book that they're reading from a different publisher and then he would recommend an oni press book that would likely suit their tastes so um i know that that's something that i do when i'm reviewing books like oh if you like this then you like this so uh, it's you know it's important it shows that they are really on their game and the they like to connect with the readers and the you know all of the fans I know whenever I'm on Twitter and I you know mention any of their creators and their titles and stuff it gets noticed and I think that's a really great way for publishers to interact and build relationships for fan bases these days so give this a listen and of course you can send your feedback to me um, either on the show notes at amberunmass.com or iTunes um, has like a rating system, whatever, if you want to do that, leave stars, whatever. Um, but also Twitter is really the best way just to like shoot me a comment. And my Twitter is at Elizabeth Amber. Um, some stuff we've got going on, some things that we're announcing here at New York Comic Con. And then uh, we're going to play what I think is going to be a really fun game that will get whoever participates with some free books. Uh, and then we'll do a Q&A and all that stuff and get to know each other and have a good time. Make this less weird. Uh, it's a little weird. It's a big room. Yeah, it's weird that I can hear you, right? <laughs> <laughs> anybody wants to like put on some soft music, like kind of lighten it a little bit. Um, but yeah, let's do this. So one of the first things that we've got going on, uh, if you're familiar with Greg Rucka's Stump Town, uh, is a great kind of hard-boiled detective series. 
uh, starring this woman's ex partner takes place in Greg and our hometown of Portland, Oregon, uh, the greatest city in America, depending on who you ask. Uh, it's so found that originally it's been on this two mini series that were drawn by Matt Southworth, um, and right now it has just started off as an ongoing series um, that's going to be it's drawn by Justin Greenwood and colored by Ryan Hill. Uh, the first issue just came out a couple weeks ago. We have it at our booth, which is booth 1928, um, and it's great. It, uh, it revolves around soccer, which is so hot right now. Because <laughs> uh, Greg is a huge soccer fan, and so he's done some cool stuff with our, I think they, they call them clubs, our, uh, our soccer club, the Portland Timbers. So there's some fun stuff in there. Uh, Justin Greenwood's art is wonderful. You know him from Images of Hughes, and then uh, he did uh, an art or two of Wasteland with uh, Anthony Johnston for us. Um, we've also got the covers of issues two and three, so you can tell it's serious. Uh, we also have the first two volumes of Sunshine, if you feel like catching up. It's, it's, uh, I tend to describe it as sort of like the Rockford Files, um, but starring a cool lady inside in a cooler city. <laughs> but I'm biased. Uh, next up, we've got Meteor Men by Jeff Parker and Sandy Gerald, who uh, you might know from Batman 66. You might also know Jeff Parker from writing everything and being really good at it. Um, it's this really cool kind of coming-of-age graphic novel. Um, it's about this kid who lives in a small town and there's a big meteor shower. Something crashes down, this kid goes to find it. And over the course of the graphic novel, figures out what it is, but also figures out that he may have a connection to this thing that, that just dropped out of space. Um, you know, and it's a small town, people don't understand. Um, you know, there's some really interesting themes at play there, but it's kind of, it's sort of a cool uh, all-ages book. Um, it's kind of a stand-by-me, close encounters of the third kind, which is how I usually like to, to market it, if you will. Hey, there's aliens in it. Everybody likes aliens. Uh, we also have, or is anybody here a fan of the Double Fine Productions, the alien company? Well, we're doing a graphic novel uh, on based in their, their Costume Quest world. Uh, Costume Quest is an awesome series of games that they put out. Uh, they're sort of Halloween themed. And uh, we got Zach Gorman, who's a hilarious, amazing cartoonist. Uh, he's got, I think, a couple million followers on Tumblr. Uh, but he does a lot of video game comics. Uh, he did a book called Nashville Game Time. Um, and so we partnered him up with Double Fine. And we have this, it's, it's like a nine by 13 inch book. Uh, it's full color, it's this, this really adorable, hilarious kind of Halloween uh, adventure. It's about this, this guy named Clem, who's one of the Grubbins, who are the sort of bad guys in the Costume Quest universe. Like they, they come into our world and like take kids on Halloween, but all Clem wants is candy. He doesn't, he doesn't care about abducting kids. Um, and so it's him sort of being at odds with trying to find his way in this society where he's supposed to be sort of a bad dude. Uh, and he just wants to like, hang out with his buds and eat candy. Who doesn't? Uh, we have that here. Uh, Zach is also going to be here signing. Um, and we've got, he's going to, I think, 20 of them. He's doing sketches. Uh, so there's these sort of remark traditions that are very cool. And if you buy the book from us here at the show, you get a Steam code to get Costume Quest 1 for free. Which is pretty cool. Free video game, free comics. The next thing is uh, you guys know who Sandra Cannon is? She's a little book called Top Ten with uh, some dude named Alan Moore. <laughs> I hear 
who's popular with the kids these days. Xander <laughs> uh, Cannon is doing an ongoing series for us that we're announcing here called How You Max. And it doesn't launch until April, but Kaiju Max is it's one of the best elevator pitches I've ever heard. It's essentially, it's the goings on on an island that is the maximum security prison for kaiju. <laughs> so, as you can see, they're, they're here in the yard, they're lifting weights, which are buildings. <laughs> you know, they get, it's, it's sort of like a, it's got, it's a little obby, but there's not as much you know, uh, sort of menacing sexuality and violence. <laughs> uh, the page on the right, like the, one of the, the security guards has to blow himself up to giant size to calm them down. And there's all kinds of fun shenanigans like that. Xander's doing everything on his writing, drawing, coloring, lettering. Um, he's uh, an amazing person. He's kind of a maniac. Uh, a couple more pages. How, you, how they set up fights in the yard when everybody's 300 feet tall. There's also there's lots of sublime and stuff. This is my time. Uh, so that is starting up in April. Um, once again, you'll hear more on that in the coming months, obviously, but uh, we're, we've been really excited to announce that. Uh, we've tend to work really far ahead, so we've already got quite a few issues in the can. Um, so we've been, we've been kind of just waiting to be able to show it to people. We're very excited about it. Uh, one of the other things we're announcing, well, it's actually that it's already started technically if you pick up our Humble Bundle this week, is Cullen Bunn's Terrible Lizard, which is the amazing story of a mischievous girl and her best friend who's a, a T-Rex, whose name I'll never mention. No big deal. <laughs> There's also Kaiju in this. It's dinosaurs versus monsters, which uh, I'm, I'm pretty psyched about. I don't know about you guys. That's a math equation I can get behind. Um, but essentially, uh, this girl's father is a scientist made or filling with this project and they end up bringing this dinosaur either from back in time or from another dimension, they're not quite sure. Um, and they become best friends and like skateboard and fight monsters and stuff. I think there's some high-fiving, they might even eat some pizza. <laughs> All the cool stuff cool people do. Uh, that is starting this month, but we actually, uh, the Humble, the OD Press Humble Bundle is going on right now. It started last week. And just yesterday, we went into our second week and so we added a bunch of things, and one of those was Terrible Lizard number one. It's the first time we've ever been able to get uh, the first issue of a comic before it hits stores through the Humble Bundle. So we're really excited about that. Uh, we were already excited about the Humble Bundle for about a million reasons, but uh, that was a really cool opportunity. So if you, if you really, if that all appeals to you, which I don't know how it couldn't, uh, you can go get that right now for not a lot of money, and it'll go to charity. Uh, we have some Helheim fans here. Here we go. So Brides of Helheim has just started up. Uh, issue one is out. We have it in the booth if you haven't checked it out yet. We also have volume one of Helheim. Um, I didn't really think after reading the first series of Helheim that it could get more violent or more gruesome or more metal. Uh, but, you know, it's... If you underestimate Colin Bunn, you're gonna end up feeling stupid a lot. Uh, but not in a bad way. So issue one came out, that's the one on the left. Uh, it sold out pretty immediately. Um, so the second printing, which is the cover on the right by Sean Crystal, uh, who's doing, um, oh, what's that, what's that Batman book? One of the Batman books. <laughs> there can't be that many Batman books, right? 
Max series for Marvel that was really cool. Um, he did a second print of cover for us. It was colored by Dave McKay. That will be hitting on October 20th, which is the same day as uh, as issue two of Rise of Helen comes out. Uh, so we're really excited about that. It's going to be another five issue series. Um, and there's and in the first issue alone, the Pika Bear that's like 20 feet tall. No pun. Uh, and, and just if that doesn't sound good enough, that's the cover for number two. See these? Look at it. Look at all their teeth. Let me bite all their teeth. It's great. It's really good. I wouldn't lie to you guys. <laughs> Speaking of Colin Bunn, uh, in March of 2015, we're going to start up another six gun mini series. Uh, it's called Six Gun Dust to Dust. And if you're a fan of the Six Gun, you must be a fan of Bill John, who is my personal favorite character. Uh, this is Bill John's origin story, uh, how he got to be as awesome as he is. Uh, it was written by Colin and Brian. It's being drawn by Tyler Crook, who is absolutely amazing. He drew uh, he drew a few fill-in issues of the Six Gun. He did Petrograd for us. Um, he's all over Twitch right now because he's incredible. Um, and it's the same colorist and letter that has been making the six gun look as pretty as it does for nine on 50 issues now. Uh, you can see a little bit of that here. Uh, in true six gun fashion, uh, with even the first eight pages of Kid Dies. Yeah. Well, you see so much of it. It's like Al Pacino in Heat. Eventually, you just can't take it home with you. You gotta leave it out on the field. Six gun itch. He has like heat. <laughs> My favorite movie. Uh, so obviously it's not color yet. It starts in March, but it is beautiful. Uh, Tyler is is absolutely killing it. Uh, and by it, I mean kids. On the <laughs> We're talking about trying to set up a charity fund for all the dead kids in the six It's we our the six of editor Charlie Chu actually did a count like six months ago, so it's probably considerably higher now. It was like 40 kids. It was really weird. Helen <laughs> is the nicest guy. It's, it's always the next one, isn't it? Margaret is there. Okay, so here's the thing we're going to do now. Uh, we also, there might be another announcement happening in New York if either of you guys, or any of you guys, there's more than two of you, uh, are going to the Adult Swim panel tomorrow. They may or may not be saying something about something that has something to do with us there, to catch my meaning. Uh, no, no, can you be more clear? <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> uh, what we're going to do now is a little game I like to call comics for you. So what we're going to do, uh, I'm going to randomly pick people from the crowd if you raise your hand. And if you tell me a comic that you're into that we don't publish, I'll recommend to you something that we do that you'll like. And then I'll give you a thing, you can go to our booth and get it for free. How's that sound? Pretty good? Yeah. We like, we like to pride ourselves on having something for everybody. And so I figured uh, this would be a good place to prove it. Who wants to go first? Oh, wait, do they have to go to the microphones? Yeah, I, I don't care. I, don't, I like being yelled at. It's fine. <laughs> Sir, right there. You had your hand up the whole time. I'm impressed. That was a long time. As almost a lifetime gamer, I'm adoring rat queens. So what would you say for that? Oh, 
it's going to start going up in the microphone, listen to this, you know each other. I'll try and get as many people as possible. I've got a bunch of people. You got a lot of time. I just talked really fast. <laughs> I thought that would take much longer. Yes, ma'am. Um, I've been reading Saga. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay. Yeah. What would you say? I'm going to say no harm. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say holy shit? Coming back from the dead, yeah. Let's see. 
to themselves, and they find out that they caused the apocalypse. So they have, to, they have to figure out how to deal with that. And it's a very emotional, it's a journey, it's a whirlwind to ride. Yes, sir. Sports team. Get some life on Super Joey. Come on, bro. You just wanted a free copy of Wonton Soup, didn't you? I'm not going to answer that. It's a transparent. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about it. I respect the hustle, though. It doesn't make the book any less amazing. Right? Yes, ma'am. Chew. Chew. I'm, I'm surprised I've had to ask the question more than once. Uh, do you object to nudity? All right. And you are getting the answer. Unwittingly on the 
one of the weirdest books I've ever read, but it's also it's one of the reasons I took the job here because it's no one else is publishing that book. It's absolutely amazing.
look at historically.net's view uh, as a creator on comic that's gone, it will have gone 50 issues by the time it's over, not, not counting miniseries. Um, the story there is, is so deep and consistently interesting uh, and well-written. The characters are amazing. I think Becky Montreux is, is basically the solution to every problem we've talked about with the portrayal of women in comics. She's complex and strong and but also vulnerable, just like, she's written like a human being. How about that? Um, and there's just so many cool different characters in there. Um, you know, the, there's Gord, who's an amazing Hildegard. There's this amazing cast, and Colin has this, this and Brian both have this massive vision that I think you just don't see in comics very much these days. Most, most series are, you know, four or five, maybe 12 issues. Um, and the fact that they've, they've thought it out this far, and it's so literally epic. Um, I, I think that, that series, I, I always love when somebody buys the first issue, the, the first volume of that series because there's so much more to read. And I know, uh, I only read a little bit of it before I started working at Oni. And I started reading it and I, I binged like 40 issues in a night. I was like, this is gross. There's just one I didn't even know about it. It's, I think it's issue 21. It's, a, it's an homage to the silent issue of G.I. Joe. If you guys remember that, with the old Snake Eyes doing ninja stuff, it's amazing. wondering uh, what role social media has had uh, since you're from the PR area. Yeah. Like, uh, it's been huge. Social media is, is wonderful. It's, um, it's, it's one of the best ways. It serves a purpose I think conventions used to, where you can talk to the fans and interface with them directly. Conventions nowadays are a lot of fun, but they're so insane. You know, where even if you want to stand around with comics, you have to just get swept away by this current of um, madness. Uh, but with social media, you can talk to people directly online. You know, if you have somebody running your company's accounts that is willing to take the time and, and, and care and do it, you can talk to each one of each one and every of the fans that, that actually want to reach out to you and say, like, hey, I just picked this up this week, I really loved it, and you say thanks and you know, ask people what they liked about something, ask people what they're looking for. Um, I love that. I run Especially, you know, I'm doing time these days. Like, when's this coming out? Or am I shopping with this? What do I do? 
Union Art is good for artwork. Um, Tumblr, if you're using Snip, put up strips. Uh, you can also always put up your own site and then you know get on Twitter and Facebook and stuff like that and just yell about it as much as possible. <laughs> just be shameless. So that's number one, uh, number one thing I can recommend. If you're looking to get into comics, just be shameless. Anybody else? Come on. I can feel it. I can feel it brewing. It's just right below the surface. Somebody's got a question. Yes? Third Bad Machinery. Third Bad Machinery comes out in November, sir. It's called A Few Cases of the Simple Soul. It's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> yes? You said that you're, um, you're close for submissions, but what if somebody wanted to pitch um, something based on one of your current series, like, you know, taking Princess Doug characters and having little one-shots for them? Um, that would be something to contact the creator about. Uh, since most of our books are creator-owned, we don't really have uh, much say in that. Um, you know, I, it, it would kind of be a personal thing, uh, you know, and you can always talk to Ted at a show or something like that. I, I, and every creator would probably react differently. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so I haven't gotten that one before, though, so congratulations. You got five minutes, you got come on, work with me here. No question is too dumb. Why is it cold in Denver? Oh man, so many reasons. The weather, you can walk everywhere. People are nice. Cold weather is not bad. There's a five minute hailstorm. Yeah, exactly. There's a hailstorm, but it was five minutes long and then it was over. <laughs> got it out of the way. It's, no, uh, there's great restaurants. We have like eight comic shops and they're all awesome. Uh, that gets a little weird when you want to show loyalty to people, but what can you do? It's an embarrassment of riches. Um, yeah, great food, nice people. Uh, there's not garbage everywhere, which is always nice. You know, it seems, it seems like kind of a baseline thing, but New York seems to have missed that one. Uh, just a personal observation. This is not an official any stance. It's just reality. Yes, I actually started at Dark Horse. They're in Milwaukee, Oregon, which is uh, like two miles south of Oni. So, so that's why I have to say, Cardboard Cooper Park in Portland. Like, this is Dark Horse Earth. Tiny Cardboard Cooper Parts of Portland. <laughs> 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 All right, come on. We got like three minutes here. I want to go. I was finished strong, guys. We've been doing so good. We've all been trying so hard. Do you like me and Dylan? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. That's one bad thing about Portland. Fucking donuts now. <laughs> so people, people all day long showing you the donuts. Yeah, it's delicious. It's, it's a donut. How complicated can it be? But people are like, no, it's all about Blue Star, man. Blue Star donuts are bullshit. <laughs> That's one thing I don't like.
Thank you guys so much. 